Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. It is Rob Carson show. It is Thanksgiving week and uh, above uh, all other things, uh, we should be at least thankful that we are here. I, uh, I love Thanksgiving, and despite all the, the news, the insanity of the left in this country, the direction of the country under this president, I am thankful for uh, my life. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for the bounty that I have been given, and I am thankful for being here. And today, I uh, hope to make you thankful that the show is here as well. There is uh, much to get to. The left, the Democrat Party, is on the wrong side of history with regard to the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. Uh, they are also, uh, I would presume, will be on the wrong side of history when it comes to Daryl Brooks Jr., a man who has been identified as the person of interest in the murder, the deliberate murder of five people yesterday at a holiday parade, a Christmas parade, thank you very much, in Waukesha, Wisconsin, with 40 people injured, two dancing grannies murdered, children injured, broken bones, uh, cries for help, probably lifelong injuries, uh, and the, the CNN is already doing their level best to cover this guy up, even though he is what the Democrat Party is all about covering up right now an extensive criminal history, a violent social media terrorist, uh, a guy who has, uh, has done uh, videos, rap videos, uh, talking about his hate for the police calling himself a terrorist, and the FBI chooses to go after moms who go to school board meetings. The three people that Kyle Rittenhouse shot in Kenosha had lengthy criminal records. They were lifetime, well, most of their adult lifetime criminals, one of five-time child rapist. These are the heroes of the left. These are the heroes of the left in the Democrat Party. And if I were you and I were a Democrat in a good standing, I would seriously question, what the hell are you doing sticking with the Democrat Party at this time. I hope to hell that Kyle Rittenhouse sues the uh, mother-loving F out of these people. Honestly, here is Joe Scarborough with a litany of absolute incorrections. And honestly, I want to arm wrestle this guy. That or I want to be in an MMA cage fight with him because he's such a a such a tool. He used to fill in for Rush Limbaugh. And then apparently, I don't know, maybe him with Mika Brzezinski, he got clouded, his brain got all clouded and everything, and he became a complete moron. So just generally, here we have a 17-year-old kid, underage, said he bought an AR-15 because he thought it was cool. He That's a lie. drove across state, had his mother drive him across state, lie. state lines. He appointed himself a militia member. It's a lie. He goes around and he ends up unloading, what, 60 rounds? That's a lie. Kills two people, wounds a third person. This is behavior. The God, sue him into oblivion. 
I want to see him living in a mobile home park with Mika Brzezinski. We, and I say we, I'm talking about conservatives, liberals, gun rights. You are not a conservative, so don't call us we. Uh, supporters, uh, uh, gun control supporters. We as a society, this is behavior that we as a society. I am so not a part of your we. That sounded weird. That sounded weird. Here's Whoopi Goldberg, who is a very unhappy person and I think would be much uh, less unhappy if she just allowed Princess Leia to uh, not be chained by her side. He wasn't doing anything. Right. He was trying to, he saw Stop not the shooter. shooter. Right. You know. Hold on, that is Whoopi Goldberg being selectively down. Because normally she's like, like Will Smith. Will Smith is like, hello and welcome. My name is Will Smith. And suddenly he becomes all down when he's playing to an audience. Putting anything. Right. He was trying to, he saw Stop not the shooter. shooter. Right. You he know. wasn't doing anything. He wasn't doing anything. No, he saw someone get shot. He thought he was doing the right thing. That's right. Yeah. So... And- even I, 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 even all the excuses in the world does not change the fact. Is that the world or the world? The world. And three people got shot. Yeah. yeah. Two people were murdered. Yeah. yeah. To me, it's murder. No, they were murdered. I'm sorry. And I, uh, okay, this is why you need to sue uh, Jabba. I mean, uh, <clears throat> Whoopi Goldberg into oblivion. Yeah. yeah. Two people were murdered. Yeah. yeah. To me, it's murder. I'm sorry. And I... Um, and I, I well, to, to you murder, honestly, uh, wow, that doesn't matter. Uh, he was acquitted. He was absolutely acquitted. Here is uh, Kyle Rittenhouse last night with Tucker Carlson talking about how his lawyers kept him in jail. Kept him in jail. I was in jail for 87 days, and this goes this follows in with Lynn Wood, who Lynn Wood was raising money on my behalf and he helped Lynn Woods a tool me in jail for 87 days disrespected my wishes put me on media interviews which I should never have done which he said oh you're gonna go talk to the Washington Post which was not a good idea not a good idea and honestly I've been actually approached since I got a major radio program to do a interviews with um leftist organizations. I'm like, nah, nah, I don't think so. Here is a Kyle Rittenhouse with what he would say to Joe Biden after Joe Biden said he was a white supremacist a year ago before the trial. Mr. President, if I could say one thing to you, I would urge you to go back and watch the trial and understand. Maybe become informed. The facts before you make a statement. It's actual malice (laughs) defaming my character for him to say something like that. It's actually quite hysterical how nobody can go back and look at the facts of the case. He crossed state lines, false. He's a white supremacist, false. None of that is true. And the lies that they can just get away with spreading is just sickening and it's a disgrace to this poverty. And that's why you need to sue them to the ends of the earth ends of the earth this is kyle rittenhouse talking about if he had considered uh the possibility that he would spend the rest of his life in prison that was a thought i had every single day until i got the not guilty verdict really it was because i didn't we had it i don't are you aware who joan demetrius is yes yes so um joan selected my jury which she did an amazing job but you still have that gut that feeling in your stomach and knots were like, what if somebody snuck their way onto my jury to convict me? So that was something that always went through my head. But I know where I stand, and I know I defended myself. I gotta tell you, it does not sound like an 18-year-old man. 
He sounds like a really smart kid. And the most amazing thing is that he acted like someone beyond his age when he defended those who would be victimized in Kenosha. It's amazing. It's an amazing kid. We have to stand behind this kid. We have to defend this kid against the radical left in this country. We have to. We have to. Here is Grant Stinchfield uh, last night talking to Alan Dershowitz, who is a liberal, by the way, and I respect him, and I've had him on my show many times, talking about the verdict and media lies. I completely expected it. The state did not have a case. They couldn't prove beyond a reasonable doubt that he didn't act in self-defense. The only way you could get a guilty verdict is if you believe what CNN said or what the hard left media said. They just lied to the viewers. They said over and over again that he carried an AR-15 across state lines in violation of the law. That's a lie. We now know the evidence proves that the gun was there all the time. They called him a white supremacist. They said over and over again that there was no real threat to his life, that he shot these people without in any way fearing for his life. I'm trying to figure out why. CNN and MSNBC and CNBC would do this unless they felt they had a uh, uh, a license from the powers that be at the network to do it. Because this could result in hundreds of millions of dollars worth of lawsuits. Think about this. I work for Newsmax Television. If I would have done the same thing, with regard to uh, a, a defendant, if I would have done the same thing and they sued the network for hundreds of millions of dollars, I'd be shut down immediately. But apparently the powers that be at MSNBC, CNN, and CNNBC, CNBC, they feel some sort of impunity because they are such tiny um, members of the portfolio of the company owners. They just lied, lied, lied. And the great thing about having trials seen live on television is that it's a check and balance on the commentators. When you see it live, you say to yourself, oh my God, Don Lemon is telling us that the tears he shed was crocodile tears? No, no. It's Lamont, I believe. No, no, I saw the tears. They were genuine. They were genuine. So-and-so says that he crossed state lines with a gun? No, no, no. I saw the evidence. He didn't cross state lines with a gun. So I think live television and televising of trials has become even more important than it Which ever. Which I disagreed with until a week ago. It was before in light of the uh, lying hard left media, which has a narrative and will say and do anything to serve the narrative. Things have changed since the Sony Walkman. Remember that back in the 80s and you'd put the headphones over your ears and you'd go out and you'd walk around everything and, you you know, the, the, the battery in your Walkman would last a couple hours. Well, now there are earbuds and lots and lots of them out there. Raycon wireless earbuds are exceptional. Why? Well, because they have a 32-hour battery life so you can listen to what you want, when you want for a really long time. Like this podcast. Yeah. Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up. Maybe you need something to kind of meditate, clear your head. Kids are making noise in the background. Raycon started half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee. 
So you really can't lose. Give them a try and you will see what I mean. I promise you. Check this out. Go to buyraycon.com slash Newsmax and get 15% off your Raycon order. Okay? Buyraycon.com slash Newsmax to save 15% on Raycons. Again, buyraycon.com slash Newsmax. Getting into a little bit about uh, the governor of New York and what an incredible, uh, how do I say that? Do I say this with that filter? Douchebag he is uh, and how he uh, ended up, uh, his policies killed a lot of people and he also was a rabid sexual harasser. It's been exposed, but in the meantime, a little uh, throat clear, a little uh, palate cleanser from our former president who absolutely kicks butt something I put together with uh, with a friend of mine named Sean Farish, who is a great Trump impersonator that will make your day. This goes out to Nancy Pelosi, crying Chuck Schumer, and all the other career politicians in the fake news. Kick, kick, kick. You woke November 4th, they call President Joe. Fake news said yes, but we all knew no. But one year in and Biden's gone way left. His reign is based on lies and government theft. You've got to fight for the right of the party when you think about it. You've got to fight for the right of your party. Kinsinger and Liz Cheney Kicking them out is a no-brainy The stupid GOP needs to be reinvented In Democrats' heads I live freely rented You've got to fight for the right of the party and the right that you have as Americans, big beautiful people, I have to say, you've got to fight. I'll be back in the White House more sooner than later. Of all the presidents, there has been no one greater. Pelosi's going down and so's the miserable squad. We will end their tyranny, so help me, God. We've got to fight for the right of the party, okay? We've got to fight so hard. Fight like hell. Fight like hell. When I am back in the White House, we party, okay? And we're going to party like it's 2016. The Clinton campaign is going to be crying again. It's going to be great. Check with the Young Turks. It's going to be melting down. It's going to be a sight to see. Fantastic things, believe me. You've got to fight for the right of the party. I am Donald Trump, and I approve this message. See you in 2024, if not sooner, believe me. 
that said, let's move on to uh, our special guest, actually, who we've been waiting for, Darren Beatty of Revolver News. Hello, my friend. How are you? And welcome to the show. Hi. Great to be here. Welcome to the show, bro. I am a big fan of Revolver News and what you guys are doing. I want to ask you a couple of things here real quick. Uh, with regard to January 6th, uh, Tucker Carlson did a, an expose on January the 6th. Jonah Goldberg and Stephen Hayes, who I believe are the same person, I really, I think they're the same person. They have resigned from Fox News because they are offended. They're anti-Trumpers. I'd like your thoughts on that. And the, uh, I thought it was a marvelous expose by uh, Tucker uh, with regard to January the sixth. What's up? Well, yes. I mean, this is uh, this is the cherry on top to the whole event. I actually have a history going back with Jonah Goldberg. I don't know if you're familiar with the um, famous political cartoonist, Mr. Ben Garrison, but mm -hmm. Ben Garrison produced a now very well-known and indeed infamous cartoon of Jonah Goldberg really following his destiny according to um, his DNA and his capabilities, and that is Jonah Goldberg um, washing my feet. And it <laughs> became a big viral sensation of this cartoon of Jonah Goldberg <laughs> washing my feet. Because I'm known, I call out, I call out mediocrities, and what he is, I even coined a term specifically for him. I call him a cognitive peasant. He's a cognitive peasant, and he goes around shopping around like, oh, I'm this big intellectual. No, he's complete trash. He's weak. He's fat. He's a nothing. And so we have a history going back. So I found it just especially satisfying that he would be so triggered by this Tucker Carlson documentary that he decided to quit and devote his full time to um, washing my feet. So my feet are going to be cleaner than they've ever been before. So I'd, I'd like to thank Goldberg. And Hayes is actually not the same person as Jonah. Jonah's like Hayes plus maybe really? 40 pounds. But Hayes, Hayes himself is an idiot. He thinks He's been putting on so much pomade. I think it's rotted whatever few brain cells he's had left. He's nothing. He's like he's like Bill Crystal's little lap dog. He's a good little oh. dog. He's always been a good dog, and and he's behaving oh. like a dog now. So they're total non-entities. I feel guilty for even giving them this amount of time, but it does give me pleasure that they're quitting on account of this documentary. I got to tell you, Revolver Not News has become one of my favorites, and I enjoy uh, your conversations with uh, Steve Bannon, who I think it's just a cojones of effing steel. Uh, he is he is yeah. amazing. I used to kind of respect Jonah Goldberg a little bit. I kind of liked him. I wouldn't say I'd put him up there with uh, Sebastian Gorka, but I kind of, and then I realized uh, what a tool he is. I mean, what a tool he is. Yeah. What is so damn defensive yeah. about Tucker Carlson's January the 6th expose? What's the deal? Yeah, well, you know, it's these people who sort of, you know, make their living in this totally fake conservative ecosystem where really the price of admission is simply to be a mediocrity that doesn't rock any boats because conservatism as an institution in the United States, as a professional apparatus in the United States, is simply set up to be um, a kind of reservation point or a halfway house for ineffective losers. And people like Jonah Goldberg play that part perfectly. And so he's really from central casting when it comes to yes. what the system wants conservatives to yeah. be. And a narrative 
like that presented in Tucker Carlson's show, which I will say with a certain degree of pride is the thesis is largely based on original porting from Revolver News, and I'm featured fairly prominently in that story. It's a very real and a very dangerous and a very important thesis, and that is that the events of 1-6 were largely, in effect, a setup by the federal government that the feds um, had infiltrators that they, that they instigated and that if you look at various patterns, including what happened in Michigan, which we can get into, um, all yeah. signs point to a level of federal involvement that called into question Darren, the entire Darren. narrative that's been no, shoved down know. our throats. Darren, 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 everything you're saying is misinformation and disinformation. What the hell are you doing? Right. Don't you realize, don't you realize that Joseph Stalin used the word disinformatia in 1923? Uh, do you realize that everything, and, and listen, all these narratives, and this is one of the things that I find fascinating because you and I are on the same page. With regard to uh, Russian collusion, with regard to the COVID uh, origins, with regard to the 2020 election, with regard to January the 6th, it's all been called disinformation. CNN or ABC is actually saying that this guy who ran over all these people in Waukesha, they're saying that he was not an extremist at all. This is all disinformation. Don't you find that all of this is being tied together, my friend? Because I know you feel the same way that I have felt for at least two years about this. Yes. I mean, disinformation is the new um, censorship predicate du jour. Yes. Um, before we had, you know, racist, white supremacist and so forth that was very effective in shutting down any honest and much needed conversation about immigration and crime and so forth. Now they've expanded it. So any question of any yes. uh, kind of official, um, you know, regime approved uh, narrative is a conspiracy theory and so forth, but now they've you know, really seized upon this particular word disinformation, and that word actually does a lot because yeah. disinformation is a term of art that comes from the intelligence community that refers to the types of psychological operations that different um, countries would conduct against each other. Yes. And so yes. It's no accident that the prevalent use of disinformation to shut down conversation domestically comes together with the weaponization of the national security state politically and domestically against a patriotic American. Darren, I want to ask you this. You know, January the 6th, and I've said from the get-go, I've said from day one, there was a self-flagellation by uh, conservatives in the media. Oh, my God, the worst thing in the history of mankind, blah, 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 blah. And I've always said this was a, a Democrat Reichstag. It was meant to cover up the uh, massive fraud of the 2020 election. Um, and now we have uh, new reports that you guys are reporting on the death of Roseanne Boyland uh, a person who was there and she didn't even make it to the Capitol. She was essentially beaten to death by a Capitol police. Um, and this is coming out. Her family has been denied an autopsy report on her death. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I actually don't know too much uh, about the details of this case. I probably mm -hmm. don't know any more than you do. But okay. um, whenever there's an issue that involves Strange stuff involving autopsies, that's always a uh, extreme red flag, I would say. And it wouldn't be the first uh, strange 
issue regarding autopsies in the uh, series of January 6th related. Off the, off um, the subject, off yeah. the subject. I understand that I've caught you off guard on this. What about Ray Epps? Who's Ray Epps? Well, Ray Epps is the figure of, um, who features in the now viral videos. There's an individual with a Trump hat who the day before January 6th um, uh, goes from crowd to crowd telling them explicitly, we need to go into the Capitol, we need to go yeah. into the Capitol. And in many cases, the Trump supporters who have really no history of uh, violence or vandalism <laughs> in any of their hundreds of rallies immediately identify him as something off. They chant fed even in, in multiple cases. But he remains dedicated. And it's not as though this is some one-off issue of some crazy the night before saying we need to go into the Capitol. No, yeah. this very same individual who's saying we need to go into the Capitol, rallying people, saying don't worry about BLM, don't worry about any of these other things. Focus on the mission, going into the Capitol. On January 6th, I like to say he's a veritable Where's Waldo figure. He's literally everywhere. He's all around the Capitol. He's redirecting the crowd. He's saying, go to the Capitol where our problems are. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, two seconds before the initial breach of the Capitol round, which occurred before Trump's speech was even over, before the main crowd uh, you know, went to the Capitol, um, two seconds before the breach, Ray Epps, the same guy who was there the, the evening before saying, let's go into the Capitol. Ray Epps whispers into somebody's ear, and that somebody, whose name is Ryan Samsell, bursts down uh, the, the barrier, and the rest is history. Now, what's yeah. remarkable is that in the mountains of documentary and video evidence of January 6th and the preceding day, in the mountains, there's, this is the only known recording of someone saying in advance, we need to go into the Capitol. Yeah. And if there's any figure who's played a key role in the orchestration of that initial breach, it would seem to be from this video, Mr. Ray Epps. And in fact, shortly after January 6th, the FBI itself seemed to reflect uh, that fact by putting Ray Epps as one of the 20 first people um, that that made it to the FBI's January 6th most wanted list. Yeah. But suspiciously, after the Internet identified Ray Epps, the government had no interest in him. Yeah. And in fact, the day after Revolver News ran a piece on Oath Keeper founder and leader Stuart Rhodes following up on our reporting that a lot of aspects of January 6th looked like an inside job from the government. The day after we ran that piece, the FBI quietly scrubbed Ray Epps's information yeah. entirely from its public yeah. database. And since then, we've heard nothing from him. Yeah. And after Revolver News's bombshell report on Ray Epps, there were two citizen journalists who actually confronted Je Epps at his ranch. And Epps, of course, has nothing to say. He, in my opinion, looked guilty as hell. He yeah. goes back. He goes back into his, his ranch, <laughs> and yet the citizen journalists who dared to approach Ray Epps are visited by the FBI the next day. So the FBI is more interested in the people yeah. who want to uncover the truth about Ray Epps than they are about Ray Epps himself when he <clears throat> appears to be a key orchestrator 
of the initial breach of the Capitol. So it's quite remarkable, and yeah. it's not the only story that's that suspicious when it comes to the federal government and January 6th. Darren Beatty, uh, Revolver.News, wonderful. Um, I, I still want to get with you on the supposed $100 million worth of damage to the Capitol done, which is a freaking lie because they opened the Capitol two hours later. And then also just the, the, non, the, the 1,600 you know, hours of video, it's all, a, it's all crap. Dude, just keep what you're doing. Keep what you're doing, Darren, because it's it's obvious to many like me and has been for a long time that we're being played. And thanks for just doing this. Thanks for just covering this, man. I appreciate it. We got to go. Thanks for joining me. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll have you on soon. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. It's going to do it for the show today, guys. I greatly appreciate you. It's growing by leaps and bounds. Thank you for joining me in the meantime, and please share with others. Just go to uh, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast if you want all the digital platforms where it's available. And, of course, we're on Apple Podcasts. You can go there or just the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Write a five-star review. That would be awesome. Uh, God bless you guys. God bless our soldiers, both living and past Gold Star families, police and all first responders, and you, and you. Thank you very much. And until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.